0: We're Doug and Will and we are off the rails, off Off the rails. rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails, off the rails. rails. Who?
1: Welcome! You're listening to Off the Rails, a podcast with little preparation and two uninformed guys. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, Who William!
0: Ah. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh,
1: Here we go. I guess, uh, I guess you weren't as ready as
0: I was, maybe. Here we go. Well, no. You always you say that uh, you always just pre-record. You always use the recording uh, from I previous know. episodes for your intro. So I, I was just I had to gas up real quick while you were doing that intro. Sure.
1: Like, okay. All right. Well, when you're gassed and ready to go. Oh hi. Yep. Hi
0: hi. hi. Oh, I forgot. There was one thing I forgot to do. No, actually, I mean, obviously there was. Now there, there was two things I forgot to do. But you go ahead, Doug. Do that. Do that intro thing. Get going, and I'll just. <clears throat> we can start. I mean, I'm ready. Let's roll. Oops. Let's go. Okay, let's oh, go. Nope. Let's get oh, into it. Went. What are you doing yeah, right now? I uh, I was supposed to start the dishwasher and I forgot to do that part. So I'm putting these dishes. Hey, now, hey, watch out! Pearl's helping me put the uh, dishes away, and then I'm gonna start the dishwasher. So you go ahead with the topics that we have, and I'll be, I'm listening. I'm ready to roll. There we go.
1: Well, well here's, here's the problem with uh, this anchor app and our current system. Yeah. All of that glorious background noise that you and I can hear perfectly just from, uh when it comes across to the recording, mm-hmm. it's going to make my voice cut out. 80% of the time. So, actually, the words that out of my mouth right now aren't really even coming through because of
0: the background which You're you, you saying background noise disrupts the show to the point that you can't make any sense? Yeah, whenever it's uh-huh. loud, when it's loud, background noise like, like,
1: like uh-huh. we have going on right now, uh-huh. it for some reason affects the uh microphone. It affects... If you hear the when you listen to the playback, you won't hear me talking right now. Yeah,
0: like that. That's crazy. Okay. Well, give me two two shakes of a lamp tail here. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna close the dishwasher.
1: All right. Now, I heard-
0: now our our dishwasher has a little trickery to it, so this could take a second, but I think I got it. No problem. Wow. Oh, oh he, instantly instant start I knew wow it. look at you you are becoming a
1: master of the
0: dishwasher
1: yeah okay now really. I believe there was, I believe there was two things you needed to do though
0: yeah the other one was I needed to pour a glass of ice
1: okay that's that gas wasn't for you what gas I don't know you said you needed gas up I don't really know what that means
0: oh that meant put soap in the dishwasher <laughs> I thought it meant get
1: a, a beverage for you to drink.
0: Oh, that would also make sense. Like I was gassing up. I was putting ice in my cup. Yeah, both of them are correct. I was gassing up both the dishwasher and my cup.
1: Well, See, I don't. I don't know if you could have both of those as being correct. You can't use those in a sentence.
0: Why? And, and somebody.
1: Well, it, because I'm not going to know what you mean if you simply just said, I'm gonna, "I got, I just got gassed up." I'm gonna gas up. I'm getting gassed up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That means you're getting something to drink, or you're putting detergent in the dishwasher.
0: Well, I'm happy to let you know if you ask for um, for the you know clarification.
1: It seems to me like I would have to get clarification all the time. Be like, well, exactly what kind of gassing up you doing?
0: Yeah, and I'd be like, well, I mean, right now I'm putting soap in the dishwasher. About to start up the dishwasher.
1: (laughs) Gassing up. Well, doesn't that? I guess what I'm saying that defeats the purpose of the. So the oh, saying I'm gassing up if you eventually have to tell me what it actually means
0: so if I have to if I have to tell you what I mean by the slang that I use, then it's really not a good slang. Yes, that's what mm-hmm. I just said oh, Okay That's what All I right. wanted to say. Well then you make sense that makes sense actually, that's fine.
1: Now that's fine. I like the, the saying I'm getting gassed mm-hmm. up. I yeah. think that needs to just stay. Yeah. But I do think that you should narrow it down.
0: Got to narrow it down to one particular topic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's I use,
0: I use gas up for a lot of things. Like uh, when I'm brushing my teeth that night, I'm gassing up. Gassing up, getting ready to bed. You know, brush my teeth. Oh, yeah. wow. What else? There's the literal gassing up. Like today I went to go get uh, my dad some food and I actually had to gas up. Like my vehicle. Gassing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dang, I didn't to, even think of that one. Yeah, just have to gas up, then I'll be over at your house. Okay. And then, uh, oh boy, that's an ESPN notification. Something happened. I'm sure North Carolina won the game. That's why we got that. Gassing up. Uh, putting uh, Gassing up, getting ready to go to work. That's uh, me. I'm putting on my clothes. Gassing up.
1: <laughs> well, that, one, that could mean all of the things. Putting on my clothes. I got to get... Does it have to be literally at that moment? Because I mean, if, if it's going before work, work yeah, before it could be work. brushing your teeth. It could be getting some a drink for the road. Mm-hmm. It could mean I got to actually get fuel. Like, gassing up could be so all-encompassing for
0: getting breakfast. Like, you're an yeah,
1: entire morning. Yeah, I
0: need to get some food. Got to gas up.
1: Yeah, so at this point, your whole morning routine is actually getting gassed up. Every, everything is gassed up. Everything that you're doing... Mm -hmm. To go to work is getting gassed up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I guess I I, I I, I I need to stop using that.
1: No, that's not. On the contrary, that's not what I'm saying. I'm starting to say I like it. I feel like it can be more than one thing. It's just kind of in the context. Like, I'm going to know. Unless you if you mean to be general, it's okay to say Mm -hmm. it like uh. You know, I know. Like, oh, what are you doing? I'm gonna. Get, I gotta get gassed up head out. You know, for the day, I gotta get gassed okay. up for the day.
0: When I, well, uh, I, when, know, I when I'm preparing for our fantasy football draft, uh, doing some mock drafts, I'm gassing up, I'm getting gassed up. Hey, I'm getting. What are you doing? right now? I'm getting gassed up for the draft.
1: Yeah, like we're having our. You ready for the draft tonight? We're gonna. Can't.
0: We're gonna do the draft tonight. I'm getting gassed up right now. To be honest with you, <laughs> getting gassed up right now. <laughs> Good, good. I'm usually running on empty when it comes to the the football draft. I'm gonna need to gas up one of these times. Need to gas up one of those times. Going to a concert beforehand. Gas up. Got to gas up. Nice. Yeah.
1: I like it. Stick to it. Fuck it. It doesn't have to be. It does. It's everything. Getting gassed up can be so many things. It doesn't. It's perfect the way it is. I don't think it needs to be changed. You keep rocking, gassed up. And as a matter of fact. If you don't mind, I might throw that into my repertoire.
0: I think you should. I think that'd be great. Throw it in your repertoire. Done. Hey, if we, if we had a definition with Dummy and uh, our, our co-host, Mike Schilke, were to say that today's word is repertoire, what would we say, what would you say the definition of repertoire is?
1: That's a great question. Now, I know
0: what a repertoire is.
1: Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but explaining in the form of a definition, a repertoire. Mm-hmm. My repertoire. Yeah, repertoire could mean things that I say, actions that I do. Uh, my I, can, my, I think my clothing could be. No, I don't know if that's part of your repertoire. Well, that, that's that's not, your that's your wardrobe.
0: That's your wardrobe. Sure, sure, sure. I
1: repertoire. guess it
0: it could be part of your repertoire if we have an understanding of what the definition of repertoire is. <laughs> right. So if I was the Webster that asked,
1: mm-hmm. I would well say. Now, that...
0: let me ask you this. How how would you spell repertoire if you were looking it up on Google to see what the definition is? That's easy. Repertoire. I would say mm-hmm. R-E-P, rep,
1: R-E-P-I-T-O-I-E. Repertoire, R E repertoire. I think it's R E P I T O I repertoire. That's what I would say.
0: Do you think there's an, one of the letters certainly has a mark above it, right? Don't you think? Like some uh, of those accents. I think yeah. there's an I think what, there's an accent in repertoire.
1: What are those even called? days Those have names, don't they? Are they more are they
0: than things? Are they not called accents? I just thought they were called accents. Do they have An a, accent they have mark? A, do they have a more specific name? I don't know. What's a day? <laughs> You're the one who said tilde. I have no idea what a tilde is. I think I really think that's something. I a really think Can you spell a tilde for me?
1: <laughs> well, it's not not a. Hey, take the a out of it. Just tilde. Tilday. Yeah, I, I believe it's T <laughs> <laughs> I L D Oh, I have no idea. Till Oh, this is not going well. This is not going well at
0: all. Till day. I'm gonna try. T- I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna try the usual. What I think T right? oh, Here, I L D A Y, right? Till day. Till. Oh, here's here's symbol. T-I-L-D-E, a tilde symbol. uh, Boy, that's not it. Uh, Yeah, a tilde symbol. A tilde symbol. uh, What is a tilde? It's a diacritical mark over letters such as N. Okay, that makes sense.
1: That's the thing in Spanish, in, in, a, in, a, in a Spanish word like mañana, that goes yeah. over the in to give it the in, that's, that you know that that word's got a ny sound to it, and instead of a hard n.
0: Yeah, everything I'm looking up is trying to tell me how to do it on the keyboard, but I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to look up what a tilde is. A character on a keyboard. Okay, there we, there we go. I guess that's what it is. It's a character on the keyboard that looks like a wavy line. The Spanish alphabet has twenty-seven letters instead of the English twenty-six because it includes both "n" and "ñ" with the tilde over it, and they are pronounced differently. Right. So you got "n" and "ñ". You
1: obviously know your you know your Mexican alphabet. Go ahead.
0: Ah, uh, no, I don't. I don't want to do that. No.
1: A that. B mm-hmm. C D E F H H. E. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, I think we can move on from there. All right, right. what we got for today, Douglas? Should we start with the drinks?
1: Absolutely. Speaking of um, Mexican words, here we go. Salsa. We both have our own different drink, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm drinking um, salsa. S a u z a, like the tequila.
0: Okay.
1: Salsa tequila. It's an agave cocktail. It's a cocktail-inspired beverage. It's dark. Obviously, I don't have any light in my house, so I can't read. It's lime crush. It's eight percent. Um, so it's an agave cocktail. I am predicting that I'm not a fan of it. I okay. will now try it. Okay. My prediction was correct. It's not terrible, but I just don't like the agave flavor aspect of these cocktails that i've had in the past the Topa Topa chico mm-hmm. it has it's an agave i believe i'm pretty sure yeah it's not very good it's all right it tastes good it's fine eight percent you can't go wrong with that the lime crush flavor is not bad good lime flavor but the agave aspect of the uh cocktail is i'm not a fan of uh i'll enjoy this while i have it but i'll never buy it again
0: okay uh i um i kind of went similar to you uh, there's tequila in what you just said right is that correct that's correct I, but Yes, yeah, so I believe this is a tequila-inspired beverage. Okay. I went with uh, something called Mamitas. Oh, Mamitas, I've seen it. It is gluten-free. Uh, tequila and soda pineapple. Only 5% alcohol, so that's a little weak. has 1.3 grams of sugar. Tequila with sparkling water and natural flavors. Uh, 95 calories. I think I'm going to like this. Look at the ingredients real quick. I don't see any ingredients now that I think about it. Oh, I guess it's it's just made with real tequila and sparkling water. Now, how can it be made with real tequila but only be five percent alcohol? Billy, how does that work?
1: See, I don't know. I was thinking about that the other day when mm-hmm. I was drinking um, yesterday when I did two reviews on the Jack Daniels beverages on Snapchat. Uh, I did the Jack almost, and cola, and yeah. then I did the Jack Honey. And I was thinking the same thing. They're seven percent by volume, but if Jack Daniels is you know eighty proof, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's named after Jack Daniels, so you gotta assume that it's made with Jack Daniels. Uh-huh. Why is it on seven proof? What does seven proof even mean?
0: <laughs> but that's not even that's not even seven proof. It's so it's seven percent, right? So that's three and a half. Oh, proof.
1: Yeah, seven percent, my bad.
0: Seven percent. Yeah.
1: Look at you. So you know your percents and your proofs?
0: Yeah, it's just half. So 80 proof is 40% alcohol. Okay, so Okay, boy, I sure hope that's right. Now, I mean, we we say a lot of wrong things on this show. <laughs> all of a sudden, I was like I said that with a lot of confidence, right? Like I knew. Oh, absolutely! But now I'm like, we. I mean, we say we have so much wrong information on the show that I, now I'm like, well, that's probably not right at all. But I think it is. I think it is. Uh, I'm gonna take a drink of this mamitas, and then we'll go ahead and Google that just to make sure mamitas. mamitas, mamitas, mamitas. Smells like soda. I don't really smell pineapple, though. <sighs> Bye. Bye. Hmm. Boy, I don't know what to say about it. Uh, I don't really get a pineapple flavor from it, which is a little strange. <sighs> Boy, I don't get. I don't get much out of that at all. And that's not very. I'm, I'm gonna say it's not really good. I don't really taste tequila. But there's a hint of something, but it sure doesn't taste like a pineapple. It doesn't taste like a pineapple hint. That's pretty bland. I'm gonna say that's pretty bland. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like it. Tequila with sparkling water and natural flavors.
1: And so it's, it's got more of probably
0: just a seltzery, soda watery kind yeah, of bland taste. Yeah, and I don't drink seltzer, so I don't even know what seltzer would taste like, but uh, yeah, I don't know really I don't I don't get anything out of this. Uh, so I'm going to say four, D minus, won't drink again. Although I got a four pack, so I'm going to drink three more. But after that, <laughs> won't drink again.
1: <laughs> did you, and did you give it a, a score of a four and then say D minus?
0: No, I don't think I scored it a four. I I, I just gave it a D minus. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: But, well, that's too bad.
0: Yeah. A four out of nine would be a
1: D minus, right? Well, <laughs> so that's where, yeah, I was going to ask what your scale was. And... Yeah uh yeah i've never been a big fan of. i don't know i don't do the scales I was, I, I, it's not good i won't buy mine again it's fine it tastes fine i just don't.
0: i don't know
1: <laughs> well we weren't fans of our drinks no this, not that's not, too bad.
0: not a good one
1: i've already had a couple more drinks of it and I'm, it's going to be difficult to finish the small little baby can it's just too much yeah. it's fine um,
0: Doug, uh, real quick, babies, on the percentage, 40%, it is twice the percentage of alcohol by volume. For example, an 80-proof vodka would contain 40% alcohol by volume. Often, you will see beer and wine labels displaying ABV and liquor labels displaying proof. So there you go.
1: Okay, there it is. You were, that means
0: you're right. Facts, yeah, you I'm facts correct. Facts that, that, I was spitting facts right there.
1: Got me gassed up, boy. Gassed up. <laughs> uh, speaking of gassing somebody up, we mm. uh, Pearl had a birthday Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, it was Sunday. Thursday. It
0: was Thursday, the twenty fourth. It was Thursday. Uh, big, big number two. She's actually uh, part of our audience today. She's oh, good. She's, she's, here. she's she's here. She's she's two now. Uh, I hear a thing out there called the terrible two. So we'll see what that's all about this year. So looking forward to that.
1: Do you think the terrible twos end at three? Like,
0: if it's actually a thing, we
1: go – happy birthday, Pearl, by the way. happy happy birthday. birthday, Happy birthday for sure. Do you think it it goes away?
0: I think so, or otherwise it wouldn't be called the terrible twos and threes, right? Yeah, I guess you'd have to lump –
1: you'd lump in the next year, right? Maybe you'd to.
0: I mean, I, yeah. she can't be three and a half, and me being like, she, she's going through her terrible twos right now.
1: Yeah, boy, she's st- having a rough time with
0: those terrible twos, man. Yeah.
1: And then people would be like, how old
0: is she? And I'd be like, three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half.
1: They're like, oh, wow. <laughs> they would only ask, how old is she if the terrible twos go past two? Well,
0: yeah, you know what? They shouldn't ask how old she is because when right, exact twos, they're going to be like, oh, okay, she's two. Then, I mean, right, it, exactly. It kind of goes together.
1: Yeah. How's how's the yeah like oh i didn't i didn't realize you had a couple of kids how's that going? Oh. Well one of them is really going through those terrible twos right now and mm-hmm. we just had right away boom yeah. it should be known i don't have to ask okay so how old is she? No follow up. Should be no follow up. Unless i was correct that the terrible twos do go past the age of 2. And it starts to two.
0: yeah unless it's well known that the terrible twos are called that only because it starts at two, but it goes much further. Uh, But uh, then a parent, if a parent, if I was having a conversation with a parent, who it's like a four or five year old, they would know that the terrible twos don't just stop at two. So that would be a whole conversation.
1: I look forward to you uh, figuring all this out and getting back to us and uh, we'll see how this terrible twos plays out. Yeah. We'll we'll keep, uh, we'll keep track all year and see how it's going. Nice. Um, William, I wanted to make a quick correction from the last was, week and a half ago when we did the last pod. Yeah. Um, right. I believe it was on that podcast. I mentioned something about having 99 cent shots. Have yeah. I covered this already? I don't think so. I, I, I talked about the disgusting uh, shot. That was the mystery shot and Scratch and Sniff. Yeah. And I said that on the front, the front of it, it had 99 because yeah. like 90, it stood for 99 cents. Yes. I was 1,000% wrong. Oh wow! It is not ninety nine cents. It's actually the flavor. The brand. Oh boy, is called ninety nine. It's ninety nine brand.
0: Good
1: grief. And then there's a little question mark, and then underneath it it says mystery flavor, and then underneath that it says ninety nine proof.
0: So there's there there's a lot going on here, Doug. From what you just <laughs> did, because we have previously talked about the fact but you never realize how much anything costs at a gas station, um, you you just pay whatever people tell you it is, and so now you you think you're having ninety nine cent shots. Did you pay for the shots?
1: No, no, they were ninety nine cents from what I was told. I did not buy the shots.
0: Okay, because I w- I was hoping that you were going to tell me I did buy the shots. They certainly were not ninety nine cents. It came yeah. to a total of like six dollars and seventy cents. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah. I got ripped off.
1: Yeah, they it are, so
0: it's it's a it's a so it's a ninety nine proof drink by a company called ninety nine, and they are also ninety nine cents. Is that what I understood? I'm pretty sure. Okay, what? all of that
1: I cannot confirm the price of the actual shot, but it is one hundred percent called ninety nine brand because it's a 99 proof beverage and they have multiple flavors like banana mystery fruit punch a blue raspberry
0: I've i've never heard of 99 proof alcohol well that mystery shot that i had
1: was 99 proof not 99 cents could have been 99 cents but the 99 on the bottle is the actual brand name 99 brand so i wanted to clarify that Okay, well, I appreciate you clarifying that. That's good. Fact-checking. Since we don't have a fact-checker on staff.
0: We need one. Definitely. We
1: need – yeah, what was that sports show where they had a fact-checker? and then That was of-
0: uh, uh, Pardon the Interruption, which is what I just did with you. Uh, Tony Reality was the guy's stack director.
1: Yeah, we need him.
0: I wonder, uh, I wonder if we can get him. Ah, man, he's pretty big time right now. I don't think we can get him. So we probably okay. get someone like him. Yeah, so we're throwing that out there.
1: Uh-huh. If anybody wants to sit in, we can bring in a third person uh-huh. on the podcast and your job would be solely to just post up, listen to what we're saying, take notes, fact check when we drop a fact, fact check it in the last uh-huh. the last few minutes of the podcast will you will be you saying, "No, you guys uh, spun a web of lies today. Yeah. And misinformed about 80% of everything that you said." And I, think, so, I think
0: that'd be a good.
1: I think that'd be a good job for somebody out there. I'd love it. I think it's great. I would do it for somebody if I wasn't hosting. If somebody out there wants me to fact check their podcast, I'll be your fact checker for you.
0: Hmm. Are Are you saying you want to uh, fact check? Uh, no judgments here.
1: I didn't say that I wanted to, but I'm happy to. You would. If you guys want to bring in a fact checker, called upon. Because speaking of No Judgments Here, hmm. I've got some fact-checking to do on your latest episode of No Judgments Here. I figured you
0: would, man. Mike came with the MGK Thunder again.
1: I thought about it today when I was preparing for the podcast that I wasn't going to talk about it because not every, you know there's going to be people that it doesn't mean anything to them because they don't hear his side of it. Just like on your podcast on No Judgments Here podcast about music, music, news, music, tours, tour news, music, music, everything music with you and Mike. Mm-hmm. There's people over there that don't listen to this, I'm sure. So maybe he, when he brings up the fact that I said some stuff or mm-hmm. you bring up the fact that I said some stuff here, they maybe don't know what is being said on the other. You know what I mean? So it doesn't make sense. So I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but it's just eaten so much. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I got to bring up, MGK, because you're right. Fucking Mike went in on MGK again. Why is it such an MGK hater? He's I out to get MGK in every aspect of it. I think it's absolute bullshit that he starts asking <coughs> me about. MGK's past from 12 years ago. He censored and says that he's always in the news. It's always some bad, terrible shit. Uh-huh. not true. Uh-huh. <sighs> he brought up MGK on your podcast. No judgments here. You guys brought the retraction. His was very haphazard, it was uh-huh. half hard. it was uh basically pointless. You, uh, you have a little more, you're not biased like Shoki and I, mm, yeah. and so you're actually kind of in the middle of yeah. a, a spat between an MGK lover and an MGK hater, yeah. Uh, he, and I think that's funny, I didn't think about that till today either. Um, how actually you hear it from both sides, and you're the guy in the middle, it's like, I really don't give a fuck either way. Oh. Um, you know, it it's fine, man. It's all good. I don't give a shit what he did twelve years. That was twelve years ago. Is it wrong that he said, "I think black girls suck better this? Yeah, maybe he shouldn't said that. But he was twenty-one on a red carpet. He was young. Damn, and that was twelve fucking years ago. Who gives a shit about it today? Because it was twelve years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mike wouldn't leave it alone. No. Well, what are you saying though? Because he did this. Don't you think that's wrong? He, I know it was 12 years ago, but does that still make it okay? Hmm. He just kept asking your opinion on a terrible subject that was brought up. Like he was just waiting for you to be like, yeah, man, fuck that dude.
0: Yeah, it hit hit me with a surprise because I had no idea what the man was talking about. I, I was clueless. That's, that's tough when you're getting being recorded on something you're clueless about. Like, oh, man, i got to provide my opinion on this real quick. Yeah, not hearing
1: it, not knowing anything about it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So real quickly, backstory, Mike Schilke on, this, uh, on the other podcast, No Judgment Here, uh, podcast about music, 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 everything used music, music, uh, music, brought up the fact that MGK 12 years ago was in a red carpet being interviewed by a young lady. I think it was like a BET or some kind of awards like that. Um, she brought up something that he said, and he responded, basically saying that black girls, he likes black girls, they get better blowjobs. Derogatory, yes, maybe I guess she, it's just not the right thing to say. But he said it to a female. The female didn't say anything in response to what he said, as like that's wrong, you shouldn't say that. And maybe it's because she was on a red carpet and she didn't want to ruffle feathers or anything. Um, somebody in the background uh, didn't like it. He had harsh words for that individual in the background. Which were not appropriate. Called her a fat bitch, dick, suck, whatever. I don't know. It was terrible. Uh, and he was just, you know, shirtless and on a fucking red carpet, probably drunk and high, and who knows what else. Said some dumb shit. And there, there was, there was, but there wasn't backlash back then. I remember when this happened. I think I was actually watching it when it happened and thought, wow, can you say that, MGK? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was a good idea, but somebody's gonna somebody's gonna say something about that. Uh, I don't think it was obviously anything that that lasted more than twenty four hours. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, some woman and I don't remember her name or what she even does in life. Alice. Alice Glass. And he did he say she's a musician? Yes,
0: she is a musician.
1: Brings up people out there digging fucking old up old information from 2012. And she brought up this. This interview recently last week, and it made headlines, just like everything does with cancel culture, as you brought up when people start digging up shit from 12 years ago, 10 years ago, eight years ago about what people when they were young and not mature as you know mature as they may be today. And that's certainly not an excuse, but it's a factor. Uh And people want to cancel him 12 years later. It's ridiculous. There's no reason. I don't care what her motive was. You kept asking, well, what is her motive? What is she trying to gain from this? Uh Nothing good. Uh The only thing that you could be doing is to try to cancel him and not make him as popular as he is today. Right? I mean, that's it. So, anyways, I thought it was ridiculous. Uh, I agree with you. You said I didn't think that you answered it correctly. You didn't feel comfortable with your answer, did I think?
0: Yeah. After after we talked about it for 20 minutes, I was like, boy, I feel like I've said the wrong thing here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe you should condemn him as well. Mm -hmm. I agree with you 100%. Right. It's not right. It's not appropriate what he said. Is it right? It's his opinion. He's welcome to his opinion. I don't think there's anything wrong with what he said. It's his opinion. Do you say it in a public forum like that and on a red carpet to somebody? No, that was terrible. He shouldn't have said it when he was 21. He's very new to fame. Um, he had a... As do all famous people, right? They've got a, a public persona. They've got Two lives they're living. They're living a personal life and they're living a public life. Uh-huh. And that public life is way different than a personal life, I would think. Uh-huh. And he's a young white rapper at 21 years old. He said what he said. And he, he didn't just say it out of the blue. She asked him a question in regards to the topic. She knew what she was doing. She baited him. She knew what it meant. She knew the connotation. She knew the the meaning behind what he said, but she asked him to clarify. Oh, and wait, hold on. What, what was the question she asked? It was something to do with a tweet or something that he said about chocolate milk. Oh, okay. So MGK had already made some sort of uh, statement. Uh, what do you call that? A uh, innuendo. Uh-huh. Right? Is it?
0: Is that right? Sexual innu- innuendo with the chocolate milk? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So, you know what I'm saying? So she brought up something already knowing what he meant. Probably didn't realize he was going to say the way he <laughs> said what he was going say, mm-hmm. right? Certainly not the political fucking correct way of going about it. And I'm sure it's something that he regretted the next day. But he's also just going to be like, fuck it. I'm young, dumb, and rich. Mm-hmm. I said what I said. Fuck y'all.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's going to have to explain that to his daughter someday. And that will be an awkward conversation. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, but other than that,
1: well, really,
0: that's it. That's it. Looks all. Like, it looks like it was... Alice Glass brought up both the Kendall Jenner story and that that uh, that back and forth on the uh, red carpet. So Alice Glass was out to get him, man, for some, for reasons who who knows. But she felt right. like she felt like uh,
1: coming after him. Yeah, and there's not, and he he didn't do anything to provoke. It wasn't like he had been, like, things were coming out. It wasn't like people were complaining and saying, hey, you know, MGK is inappropriate in all these ways. And she's like, yeah, absolutely. Goes back 12 years. Here's more evidence. This shit's just out of the blue, unprompted. There's nothing going on other than the fact that he's dropping, you know, dropped his new album uh, the same, within, you know, 48 hours of of the article coming out. That's it. So it's just weird there's no sense in it and I thought it was aggressive of your boy Mike to um uh, to 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 make those statements that he not statements just to bring it up the way he did and keep pushing it. And I know he knows what he's doing. God damn it. I know that there's a part of it that when he's doing it he knows I'm on the other end fuming. I know it's a piece of it. I know that when he's doing it he's laughing on the inside because he knows my blood's fucking boiling. And I listened to it the day it dropped, and it was probably only out a half hour. And I'm like, "This motherfucker!" And it drove me crazy. And it worked once again. It mm-hmm. worked. Mm-hmm. I do like the fact that you guys are going to um, do the music album review of mm-hmm. uh, mainstream sellout that just came out. Yep. I've already listened to it one and a half, maybe almost two times.
0: Yeah, I've I think listened it, it, I've listened to it three times myself. uh, nice and
1: do you care to give your opinion here before your other show
0: i i will just say i think mike is going to be disappointed in my review (laughs) good i like to hear that
1: i left him a uh, snapchat today uh, while i was listening to it in the car saying i can't wait to hear his soon to be terrible review um of the album i think it's good i like it i think it's catchy I think every one of his songs is a listen. There's not one skip track on the entire album, in my opinion. And I'm not a pop punk guy by any means. Um, I think they they sound good. They're musically great. They're catchy. Um, I like the artist that he had as features. Um, I think his features prove that he's not the way Mike makes it sound, like the rap community thinks he's gone and trash and doesn't like him. Um, Lil Wayne. I think he, I think there was one with T-Pain, right? No. Young Thug, Gunna, Lil Wayne's on there twice. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch music, you if you watch people on YouTube that do like the, uh, where they where they watch a video and, and dissect it, they talk about it as it's mm-hmm. playing. Um, I've never heard anybody talk about about MGK. Anyway, Lil Wayne to co-sign on two songs. The song A... Little Wayne, that's my favorite. I've listened to that a hundreds of times. That will definitely be on my 2022 year in review as probably one of my top five songs. I've been killing that song. Um, I think the album's great. So good job, MGK. And that tour he's doing, what's that, a three month world tour? You guys skipped over that on your little show with your tour news.
0: You talked about it, but Mike attacked you. To- I mentioned it. You brought but, it up. Yeah, and then Mike went into the fact that that was not what I was referring to, and then we went into the, uh, the uh, two quotes from
1: 2012. Yeah. Dude's going on a huge world tour. Uh-huh. Maine's uh, uh, Coliseums. Anyways.
0: Yep, taking out see. Avril Levine, taking out Travis Barker, and taking out uh, Willow, who I think is Will Smith's daughter, but I've yet to be able to confirm this information. Yes, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about.
1: Fact check for you. It is 100% Will Smith's daughter. Okay. Will is, in fact, that person. She's great. Emo Girls a great song. I think Willow has got a great voice. She's actually has a second track out um, called Meet Me at Our Spot. I'm sure you've heard it, but actually I doubt that you've heard it now I think about it. Yeah, it's not. got over 330 million yeah. listens on um, Spotify. That's incredible. Yeah. And it's a great song. It's been added to my favorites list. Meet hey, me think, out
0: our spot. Cool. I think uh, talking about Willow and her dad is a great transition and segue. Good. Hit me. The Oscars are tonight. Yes. Tonight Mine is my favorite award show. Better than anything else. Now, it used to be MTV Music Awards were the best, uh, the standard, the shit. But I can't recall the last time I watched it. I watch the Oscars every single year. Always something to look forward to. Looking forward to it again tonight. Can't wait. Excited.
1: You are the only person I know that um, gives the uh, Oscars the reverence that you do, mm-hmm. um, and I and I like that. I enjoy that thoroughly. You give me the Oscar, the Oscar knowledge and buzz that I need. You get me gassed up on the Oscars. <laughs> is what you do. And I need that in my life because you're the only one that does it. I no, love if... the fact that you listen, you watch mm-hmm. every year, every category, every top movie, category movie.
0: I watch, uh, I watch all the Best Picture nominations.
1: Best Picture noms.
0: Or uh, at least I try if I can. So this year I was unable to watch Licorice Pizza in Belfast, so I watched seven of the nine.
1: Quick question. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know what the Licorice movie is. Question mark? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't know Licorice Pizza. I, I don't know much about it. I saw. I, <laughs> I watched some previews about it like a month and a half ago, somewhere around there. Uh, I haven't really thought about it since then. I was waiting for it to come to streaming services. It never did. Uh, so I just kind of forgot about the movie, moved on.
1: So it do you know that it made news because of its content? No, no, I have no idea. No okay, so when, when the movie came out, I'll be interested to hear your opinion on this. When the movie came out, it was it got Oscar buzz in the commercials, right? All the commercials mm-hmm. were like this is gonna be Oscar movie, da 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 da, and maybe it's already nominated when it, the previous came out. Um, from what I understand, the movie's about a teenage boy that falls in love with as adult teacher girl, okay, of some sort. They are, she's older, he's a, a minor, okay, and, and this movie has sexual stuff between them him being a minor her being an adult okay and it, it made a little it made a little,
0: made a little uh, just a minor stink yeah i could see that i could see that you don't want to expose minors out there obviously um so yeah but uh, i would have to watch the movie to make a uh a full um critique on such a stink i don't agree with many stinks out there so i don't know sure I mean, if, to me, if it's nominated for Best Picture, it's probably not worth the stink that was provided. Okay. That's fine. Even
1: though Hollywood could be a bunch of low-life scumbags?
0: Well, that's a good point, Douglas. That is a good point. But I think, I really feel like the Oscars, if they really thought the subject material was just way off. But, you no, know, you're right. <laughs> you're 100% right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Hollywood is known to be some scummy people. Boy, that's a tough one. I really don't want to get into that subject anymore. Uh obviously <laughs> if, obviously if you if you follow politics, one of the biggest conspiracy theories out there from QAnon is that everybody in Hollywood are, are in a pedophile rink. Uh so oh. Lakers Pizza would not really uh that would really seem to strengthen uh their their uh, argument there if that's the case. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you speaking of scumbags, do you remember uh I can't remember the cherry the cherry pie movie thing show that I watched on yeah. Netflix that I yeah. sent you the yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. thing
1: about? It's just now kind of they're just now bringing up the side pussy, the side yeah. vagina. I don't remember what I called it, whatever it was. It wasn't uh, side
0: pussy, you definitely were not that graphic with it. I don't recall oh. that <laughs> My it, bad. Wasn't, it wasn't that uh, it was pretty graphic, whatever I kept saying. You you came up with the term, but it wasn't side pussy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the more I keep hearing it, I think you're right. I didn't. Well, one of our previous podcasts, I really went on a rant about this movie, and it just now, it's just now getting brought to the forefront of like, whoa, heads up, people! It people are just now starting to watch the movie, and (laughs) people are definitely making TikToks and responding to the side whatever i called it and the fact that she was birthing cats out of it Mm -hmm. yeah scumbags (laughs) well what is your so what do you what do you have what are you looking for it starts in like 15 minutes uh 10 minutes soon uh is it recorded will you watch the whole thing this evening will you be able to catch it from the beginning since you're about to miss the start
0: um, well, since I mean, since we're recording and it starts in ten minutes, right? Uh, I won't be watching it from the start. Uh, I will be watching the majority of it. Um, I'm excited about the fact that Amy Schumer is one of the hosts. I can't remember they're, they've oh. they've they've named three female hosts this year, and they're not really hosting together. They're like taking in blocks instead, so they're doing a little bit different. Amy Schumer being one of them. I love Amy Schumer. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that kind of humor. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to the big awards, you know, the best actor. I will say, uh, best actress, none of the best actress, uh, nominees were in any of the best picture movies that I watched. So I don't know much about that category. I think Will Smith is going to, I think he's a shoe in for best actor. Uh, I love some Will Smith, even though his private life has gotten really strange out there. Uh, but he was great in King Richard. So I'm looking forward to that. I love the movie Coda. Um, it's just an outstanding movie. I think everybody should check it out. It's uh, it's it, it's warm to the heart. Just a feel good flick, man. Really, uh, it was caught me by surprise. And because I watched m- most of these movies without watching any previews, so going into it without having any clue what it was about. Once we started watching it, I didn't even know what Coda meant. It means child 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 of deaf adults. Um, and so I, it was just outstanding movie. I'm fingers crossed. Be so happy to see Coda. When the Best Picture. I don't know if it's going to be able to. The movie I disliked probably the most was that freaking cowboy movie. Um, and it's nominated with the most awards. It's nominated 12 times, um, including Best Director, Jane Champion, um, who who I believe is the favorite for Best Director, even though I think it should go to Steven Spielberg for his uh, work on West Side Story. I thought he did, did a terrific job. Um, but So I'm hoping that that movie that I really dislike does not just clean up tonight. I'm, 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 I'm hesitant. I'm, I'm a little scared to watch it, with the fact that it probably will. But we're, we're gonna, we're, we're really rooting for Coda. Really rooting for Coda.
1: I think it's amazing that you're able to watch these movies with no clue what they're about. I'm yeah. not capable of that. I don't have that. If somebody says, "Hey, you really need to watch Coda," um, and so I've never heard of Coda until you brought it up uh, on your other podcast, and then just right now. Uh, never heard of it, and I've never heard of this cowboy movie you guys talked about. Power um, of the
0: Dog is what it's called. I Had to look it up. Couldn't remember it.
1: Is the country? Is the
0: country show? Yeah, the, the cowboy movie. And I, I'll tell you, watching The Power of the Dog without watching any previews, I still didn't know what the hell the movie was about when I watched it all the way through. I was like, I don't know what I just watched. I just didn't understand it. I actually had to read like thesis on what i just watched i had to go and read like what was the purpose behind this movie i don't know what i saw and that, wow. kind of, that kind of helped but i definitely would not recommend that to anybody um sam elliot hated it but he hated it for like homophobic reasons i didn't hate it for any homophobic reasons i just thought it was really it was really really slow and it was just really it's supposed to be suspenseful but i didn't really feel suspense i just felt like so I, what's it I, nominated I, for you said it's, it's nominated, nominated for, for everything man they had it's it's got 12 awards, uh 12 nominations so um, we're talking yeah. we're talking best picture uh, i think benedict cumberbatch is uh, nominated for best actor uh the the director i believe her name is jane champion she's nominated for best director um i'm pretty sure screenplay's in there at some point and then i'm sure some of those smaller awards probably best editing uh probably best Costume design—I'm sure all of that is in there as well. There may be some, some music. Nom- It's—I mean, twelve nominees. It's crazy. Uh, I, I was looking up this, uh, this, uh, this licorice pizza. You know, the star of the licorice pizza is uh, the singer from the band Haim or Haim. I never know how they pronounce their name. One of the sisters from Haim is the uh, the star that the be Good for her, Elena oh Haim. God. Sean Penn is also in it. The, the, Tom Waits is in it. Bradley Cooper is in it. Ooh. That's a great cast. Thomas Paul Thomas Anderson, a great director. Music by Johnny Greenwood. He's from Radiohead. All of a sudden, I want to watch this movie. I'm disappointed. I haven't seen this. Man, what a great cast of characters!
1: Where can I watch Coda? Uh, Coda
0: was on Apple TV. I watched it on Apple TV. Yeah, you, you know, I will say uh, if you've never had Apple TV, I believe the first month is always free uh, for signing up. But Apple TV is only like $5.99 a month.
1: They've got a bunch of great stuff on there from what I see on TV. Apple TV has some TV. good
0: stuff, yeah. Uh, Erica's going through season two of uh, that new show with Jennifer Aniston and uh, Steve Carell and uh, Reese Witherspoon. I enjoyed season one. Obviously, uh, the biggest talk from Apple is that uh, that soccer TV show. Uh, which Ted Lasso. Yeah, Ted Lasso. Everybody loved some Ted Lasso. Uh, so, yeah, there's some good stuff on there, and obviously they have some, some, some hits on some movies like Coda. Well worth it.
1: Don't go anywhere, folks. At the end of this podcast, there's an extra bonus 25-minute segment where Will and I address the Will Smith and Chris Rock incident at the Oscars. Um, we recorded it right after it happened. Um, so, night of the Oscars, uh, before I had a time to publish this podcast, uh, we recorded an extra little response to the slap scene around the world. So, be sure to stay tuned after the podcast. I like it. Oscars tonight. Is there anything else you'd like to touch on the Oscars?
0: Well, I mean, do, do we want to say who we're wearing right now? I mean, we may want. To, <laughs> we may want to put that in there. Um, Doug, who are you wearing tonight?
1: <laughs> oh shit! I have no idea. I'm not wearing anybody tonight. I've. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I didn't come prepared. I don't look like. The Oscars don't mean as much as they do to you. I did not get, I did not get dressed for uh, prepared for the Oscars. I do apologize. Mm. Um, I did not. I'm not attending the Oscars
0: this year. Okay. Well, just to let everybody know, I am wearing a Gildan uh, Beastie Boys T-shirt, uh, some Adidas shorts, obviously, and then I'm wearing some brand new uh, ankle Adidas socks that I'm pretty proud of as well. Uh, black. Adidas so I'm ready to roll. I'll be drinking Mamitas uh, to go with it. And I'll probably be eating some Oval Redenbacher popcorn as well um, during the movie. During during Good. the nominations, I'm really. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm probably going, you know, it was a tough weekend, Douglas. We didn't touch on it. Taylor Hawkins and the Foo Fighters passed away on Friday night. Really, uh, really kind of gutted me. Really hurt my weekend um and so i'm I'm looking forward to seeing something a little bit that is a little uh hopefully get some laughs uh in tonight and then you know if Coda can win i'll be i'll be thrilled it'll it'll be a nice turnaround from the weekend of shit that it was well i hate this i hate the segue
1: on that because i I did want to talk about that Mm -hmm. um taylor hawkins passed away drummer of the food fighters terribly sad i know that it's it definitely hits you uh a thousand times harder than it hit me. Um, but it's definitely terrible. I, as soon as I saw the news, uh, I believe it was your brother that said something on one of the medias. I pretty sure I heard it from him first. And then I was like, no. And I had to go, I had to go research it, found it right away. First thing that popped in my head was, well, he's only 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, he's a young person. Uh, well, it's got, it can't be, I, I told your brother, I responded to Michael and said it can't be natural causes. Something yeah. along those lines. Um, and unfortunately, they found quite a bit of stuff in his system. <coughs> um, very sad.
0: Yeah. Uh, so based off of what we're hearing from Bugatta, um, the police there, um, I don't know how trustworthy they would be, but the, he was obviously having a party. Um, and, and by all indications, it Uh, you know, he was complaining of chest pain uh, from the story that I've seen. Um, And so, you know, he, he was alert enough to let somebody know that he was in distress, um, but I'm not sure how quick the response was. And by the time um, paramedics and crew were able to get on site uh, to, you know, get him to be okay. Uh, they, They performed CPR and it was too late. Um, but pretty crushing, man. Uh, the Foo Fighters, one of the best live bands out there. Um, if you've listened to our other podcasts uh, with my co-host, Mike Schurke, no judgments here. Uh, Mike recently listed the Foo Fighters show that we attended last year in Oklahoma City. It's his best favorite concert ever. Number one. Um, and uh, it's, it's hard to imagine what Dave Grohl and company are going to do without Taylor Hawkins because the dude is an absolute beast. He's been in the Foo Fighters for 25 years. Foo Fighters is a Dave Grohl project i just don't know what he does at this point and they were they had a massive year lined up massive massive year lined up festivals stadium tours uh europe south america australia north america um, all the way until the middle of december and now it's all basically in limbo at this point we'll see what happens but
1: yeah and didn't really like buy money.
0: tickets like the day yeah. of yeah, we we had just talked about it on our previous show. So he he bought tickets like yeah, either that that day or the previous day. Within forty eight hours of him buying tickets, uh, yeah. came the news that Taylor Hawkins had passed away.
1: Yeah, yeah, sad. And he was uh, he didn't he was a member of a little side project with two other famous band people from other big bands.
0: Yeah, he just started a project with uh, Dave Navarro uh, from yeah. Addiction Red Hot Chili Peppers. I can't recall the other person. All of a sudden. Uh, But he was also famous. Oh, maybe. No, it's not Perry Farrell. I can't remember the third guy. But he he just started a side project. He's been in another side project called Chevy Metal uh, for a pretty long time. They basically do, like, classic rock arena staples. Um, He loves to sing. He loves classic rock. Um, And, and, you know, obviously he was the drummer for Alanis Morissette for her massive popularity back in the mid-'90s as well before he joined forces with the Foo Fighters. Um, And if you followed social media this weekend, man, basically anybody who was a musician had something to say about the passing of Taylor Hawkins. And I can't recall a time that that's happened anytime recently. Like it was, uh, it was a universal praise of how great the spirit of Taylor Hawkins was. So, uh, really sad news.
1: So you brought up the fact that he liked to sing. Um, obviously he's in other projects and wasn't just the drummer in these other projects as he took the role of frontman and singing. Um, I do want to touch on something that you, you you tweeted, and I need you to try in the best of your ability right now to forget the fact that he's passed whenever I say what I'm about to say and ask you the question that I'm about to ask. Um, I know it's very difficult, as it's very fresh and new, um, and I mean no disrespect about what I'm going to say and ask you. Um, you made a tweet, a quote. You quoted a tweet. You did not – you sent out a tweet and attached a YouTube video of uh-huh. uh, the last time you guys saw him, maybe from that Oklahoma show?
0: Yeah, Oklahoma City.
1: Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, and that clip was a clip of Taylor taking over the mic, Dave uh-huh. Grohl manning the drums, and Taylor sung a Queens song? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. That was a very long song. Um. <laughs> yeah. It involved Dave doing a solo, Mm -hmm. and there was some bantering with the his because of his voice and the side musician and hers taking over. It was a whole routine, right? This is not they do this in all their sets, probably.
0: Yeah, it was Uh, a bit for sure.
1: Yeah, right. And it was it was 10 minutes. I mean, it was yeah, they sang a long time. There was solos, it was a bit, right? It was a Mm -hmm. change in scene, and it's a time space filler, Mm -hmm. and it. It was, it was fun. But uh, how fun was it? Like, when you were there live, because you saw that live, and when you're watching it, you're not thinking... And you've seen these guys before, right? This wasn't your first rodeo with the Foo Fighters. Yep, th- this is my sixth uh, Foo Fighters show, that's correct. Sure, there you go. So my question is this, because I watched the whole thing, and it's very sad... But in my mind, I was going, all right. This is this is maybe going on a bit long. Like I, I know what we're doing here, and it's fun, and it's a great change from the other setting and everything. But eh, maybe it's still going on a little too long, guys. Maybe maybe we can map this up. Taylor, you get back on the drums where you're the best, and Dave, you come on back and front man the Foo Fighters, because that's really all why we're here. And Maybe we could have shaved three minutes off of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: At the time when you're watching it, are you thinking, man, this is awesome. I love every second of this. Or were you thinking, is there any part of you that's like, okay, if he was to wrap it up right now, it wouldn't be the worst thing? Of the day?
0: Um, so I would say it's it's probably somewhere in the middle. So I, you know, when you're at a concert, for the most part, you should be loving every minute of it, right? But when you're also at a concert, you are there with some, some certain hopes and goals of what you're going to see and what you're going to hear from the band. Now, I will say, because I had seen Foo Fighters before, I knew that this part was coming. So I neither, like, love it or hate it. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of bands with huge catalogs wasting time playing cover songs. I want to, when I go to a Foo Fighters show, I want to hear Foo Fighters songs. It's the same thing with Pearl Jam. Pearl And, and Foo Fighters and Pearl Jam are very similar in that they're going to perform for two and a half to three hours. Um, and, and if it's up to me, I want to hear two and a half to three hours of Pearl Jam or Foo Fighters. So, um, but I, uh, I, I, what they do is, I think they really want to leave an impression on the people who are seeing Foo Fighters for the very first time. So someone like me, That's not who that performance is. A lot of people who go see a show and who have probably not seen the Foo Fighters before probably love the change of Dave Grohl going back on drums and Taylor Hawkins getting on the mic to sing a Queen song. I I would say for so, you know, when you watch sports and you're like stunned that the announcers keep saying the most simplest stuff that any sports fan should know. Well, they're not talking to you, right? They're talking to. An, an uncommon fan who's maybe gotten to the storyline of a particular game and that's why they're watching it. Well, it's the same. To me, it's the same thing with a concert. They're really trying to cater to the crowd that may be there for the first time and they want them to return uh, for future renditions of Foo Fighters shows in Oklahoma City because that's the only way they can continue playing big arena rock shows, if that makes any sense whatsoever to you.
1: 100%.
0: Never did I look at it in, the, in that light.
1: Uh, I agree with you one hundred percent I think that was a fantastic take and i I agree that makes sense I can see it from your point of view and I can see it from the point of view of somebody like you that's been to that is a career concert goer um with what over six hundred shows in your in your history of music concerts yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, as in somebody that goes to one every five years. Mm-hmm. And it's their first time seeing the Foo Fighters. I think that's a great point of view. And, yeah,
0: I see that both ways. I can see those people
1: loving every aspect of it. And I can see those people that are like, okay, come on, man.
0: Yeah, something something to keep in mind is, do you think the casual – casual is what I'm trying to come up with, by the way. Casual sports fan, a casual Foo Fighters fan. Does a casual Foo Fighters fan want to see a cover of a classic song by Queen – or did they want to hear a deep track uh, from a Foo Fighters album made 10 or 15 years ago? And more often than not, I mean, if you've been to a concert, you know that some of the loudest ovations um, for songs is a cover from a like, different artist from who's on stage. It blows me away every single time, but it happens all the time. The crowd goes nuts when it comes to cover songs. Um, and That's just the way it is. And they're not at a deep track, a deep cut from a band is known as a bathroom break. Listen to this.
1: Uh, okay, I, I didn't know any of this. So, a ca- so, I'm a casual fan. So, I'm a guy that doesn't know the deep cuts. I know the things I hear on the radio. I hear that mm-hmm. I know the things that are popular. And so, that makes me a casual fan. Is that what I'm hearing?
0: Yeah, if you are not well versed in the Foo Fighters catalog. Yeah, but you go to a show, you know the the hits, you know, the best of you times like these, uh, my hero, uh, walk songs like that, uh, ever long, obviously. You're, I mean, if that's what you're going to hear, you're going to come away happy because they're going to play you those songs. Um, yeah, if they hit you up with a whole bunch of songs that were not singles from Foo Fighters, then you're probably not going to know those songs
1: yeah and so now they've played all of their good ones or I know they're going to towards the end of the set mm-hmm. um, then in my world I'm like oh, God. now I hear a popular cover song done by a band I like mm-hmm. fuck yeah that's awesome
0: yeah done by a, a universally like band right Foo Fighters uh, playing yeah. the Queen everybody knows fucking Queen at this point
1: Yeah. nice alright well, I'm just a low life casual fan I didn't know that
0: I mean, maybe you love the Food Fighters. I don't know that you do, but... uh No,
1: I'm just a dirty, lowdown casual fan. Yeah, there you go. Jeez, just just <laughs> over here casually listening. Like yeah. a... Just a casual. Look at that.
0: I like it. Just, there you go. Just a casual.
1: Just a casual.
0: Now, what you could do, Doug, uh, when you know that you're about to see a band... Uh, like you know, you get you get like a two month in, uh, notice, sometimes much longer uh, for a lot of our acts out there. Which you should do, though. I mean, if, if you really want to get out of that casual category, is you gas up on the Foo Fighters? Oh, oh, oh! I tried
1: to get gassed up on Tool. Yeah, when I went to go see Tool in Lincoln, mm-hmm. I, Tool Tool's not Tool's not part of my repertoire at all. At all, it's it's just not in my repertoire. Mm-hmm. Not on my liked list. Tool gets no play in my car. Yeah, and I got invited to go see Tool in a in a suite. I was like, Fuck yeah, I'm going. Yeah, and before I went, I was like, I need to get versed. I know there's Tool songs out there that I've heard before.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I don't want to kind of be the guy that's like, No shit, is that who plays this? <laughs> Tool's like, well, I didn't know that. I like this song, <laughs> which, which happens a lot in my stomach. What? Uh-huh. That's who these guys are. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have been so hesitant to come to this. Uh, I did try to get gassed up on Tool, but
0: yeah. And there's nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Uh, going to a concert and then uh, of a band that you are uh, casual only to only to then realize that you you freaking know and love every single song that's being played that's I mean that's a pretty cool that's a pretty cool uh, event and experience
1: yeah I agree nice William, we're at a, uh, we're at an hour or two. do we got a couple more minutes or we need to, we need to wrap it yes yeah, let's, let's get a
0: couple more minutes doug I want to ask you a question I need to get your experience here yeah. Um, I know. Uh, obviously, you're a very knowledgeable person on many of subjects. Yeah, uh, I ha- I'm having issue with some insurance. I got the highest premium insurance uh, with my work. It's basically okay. taken $800 a month from my paycheck. It's high. Uh, the reason I did that is because we were having a baby this year, and so yeah. I wanted to not pay a big deductible. So I got an insurance that paid, the deductible on it is $1,700. That's awesome. I was like, yeah, that's great. The other deductibles were like $5,000 and $7,500. So I thought I got a great deal. But it turns out there's this other category called out-of-pocket maximum. And the out-of-pocket maximum for this is $13,000. And so now I'm wondering, Doug, what the hell is the difference between an out-of-pocket and a deductible? Because I thought a deductible meant out-of-pocket. What am I missing here?
1: the out of pocket is what you have to totally spend in order for your health care provider to cover all of your expenses but why is that not the deductible well the deductible eventually goes away once you've met all of your out of pocket expenses
0: but my deductible is 1700
1: right but your out of pocket expenses is 13 so your deductible is an individual is a is a certain specific point so I'm going to the doctor. I've got charges, and those charges are Uh
0: $3,000.
1: You're going to pay this first $1,700, and your insurance company is going to pay the remaining balance. Uh Now, your maximum out-of-pocket expense, so the next time you go, so now your out-of-pocket maximum is at $1,700. You go again. You have another something happens, and this time it's $5,000. They're going to pay the first. You're going to pay the seventeen. dollars they're going to pay the rest. So now your out-of-pocket maximum has jumped up to
0: 3400 Wait, are you trying to tell me every visit I go to, I'm paying a deductible up to $1,700?
1: Well, it involves co-pays, uh, co-insurance, whatever expenses, whatever eligible expenses that you may have through
0: co-pays goes towards that deductible. So see, all right, so here, here was my thinking. I would say uh, out of a full year, out of all my doctor's visits, everything that happens for my entire family, um, our bills come to $150,000 out of all the visits, right? Right. In my, in my head, because I got the deductible of 1700 what I'm thinking is I'm only paying 1700 of that
1: $150,000. No, you're paying $31,000. Whatever your maximum was.
0: Oh, man. That's a bummer, and that's on top of the fact that I'm paying eight hundred dollars a month in insurance.
1: Yeah, because if you don't pay that eight hundred dollars a month, you don't even have that. You don't have any. Instead of instead of only paying thirty one thousand of the hundreds of thousands, you're paying hundreds
0: of thousands. So you're saying, just to make sure, so if I keep, if, so if if I keep going to the doctor, and each time I go to the doctor, it's three thousand dollars. I'm gonna have to pay seventeen hundred dollars of that three thousand every single visit until I hit that thirteen thousand dollars. Is that what you're telling me?
1: Yes, but the, but you have copays also that handle. Like, so you go to a doctor's visit, you have a small copay, and then the rest of it's covered by your insurance company,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So you go in, you go to the doctor, and the doctor says, "Okay, that's gonna be forty dollars, twenty dollars, fifty dollars." You're and then you walk out, and whatever they did that day is paid for. Now, if you go to a doc, you go to the hospital. Now you've got you've got something's happened. You broke your leg, and you can't just your your family practitioner can't take care of that, right? You have to go to the hospital. You have to go get your bone set. You got to go get a cast done. You got to go get an X ray. Whatever they might need to do, maybe they have surgery. That's where your deductibles come into play. You're going to have. The surgery is going to cost, surgeries are expensive, right? Whenever I got in the hospital, and to answer your question, Shilky's question, I was in the hospital for a month with pneumonia. Mm. I went in for a week, I got sent out for a week, and then I went back in and spent an entire month. When I was all said and done, I didn't have insurance. When I walked out of there, I had a $146,000 bill. It's mm. how much I owed that hospital. Now, thankfully, that hospital waived my entire bill other than the doctor fees. Whatever the individual doctors charge me, that shit doesn't get waived. Anything that the hospital charged me, they waived it. Well, why'd the hospital do that? how did you get that hookup? Because the hospital was awesome. It was a kind of hospital that you fill out forms and ask for relief. Wow. Um, you know, the, the assistance program. Hmm. And I filled out the shit and they waived the entire thing, I except for like $3,000 or the stuff that I owe just the doctor.
0: Wow.
1: That's cool. Yeah. That was amazing. Super nice. And so awesome that they were able to do that, that they do that. But had they not my, and I had insurance at the time, my deductible would have been what I was responsible. And then the rest would have been paid. And then next time I go to the hospital, because I have something that happens, same thing happens. But once I reach that out of pocket maximum, it's all covered. You might not reach your out-of-pocket maximum in a year's time. You know, theoretically, hopefully you don't reach your out-of-pocket maximum. You don't want to have an appoint- a, a, a year where you spent thirty-one thousand dollars on doctor stuff. Yeah, quit saying
0: thirty-one thousand. Thirteen thousand. Thirteen thousand. Thirteen thousand. Yeah, boy, I gotta tell you, when I signed up for that insurance, I thought I was paying seventeen hundred.
1: Oh. <laughs> boy, that hurt. It hurts. Yeah, the lower your deductible and the lower your out-of-pocket maximum is, the higher your monthly cost is going to be. So if you're somebody that never goes to the doctor, and it's and it's like you only have insurance because, A, you have to, mm. right? It's like the law to have insurance. And if you don't have insurance, or you do have insurance, but you honestly don't plan on using it, you only have it because you need to, and it's good to have in case something happens and you finally decide to go to the doctor, you need insurance. Mm-hmm. Then you want the lowest monthly deduction, mm-hmm. which is going to give you the highest premium, uh, the highest deductible. Yeah. It's like, fuck it. I'm not going to the doctor. I bet I don't go to the doctor this year. Yeah. So there's no reason for me to pay $500 a month, but I could pay a hundred dollars a month. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Now, yeah. I'm a little proud of myself because I answered all of that without reading the definition. Not the definition, but if you Google, like, what's the difference between deductible versus Mm out-of-pocket? Now, I think that what I'm now going to read you that, and we'll see if what I said is correct. Okay. Um, Essentially, a deductible is the cost a policyholder pays on health care before the insurance plan starts covering any expenses. Whereas an out-of-pocket maximum is the amount a policyholder must spend on eligible health care expenses through co-pays, co-insurance, or deductibles before the insurance starts covering all. So does that make sense? What I said is correct, I'm pretty sure.
0: Ah, man, I mean, you know, it's it's still a little great to me. It's still a little confusing.
1: So my mom has takes a, a, a pill called Xeralta. It's a blood thinner. Yeah. And that blood thinner without insurance is over $500 a month mm-hmm. for that one prescription. Um, with the prescription, uh, it's like once we've met her out-of-pocket maximum, mm-hmm. it's like 5 bucks. Yeah. Before we reach her out-of-pocket maximum, um, we're paying $50 a month. So she's got something in her Medicare that says you still have to spend X amount of dollars before we really kick in and cover damn near the whole cost. Yeah. So without insurance, she's paying $500 a month plus for this pill. With her Medicare, she pays $50 a month for the pill until we reach her out-of-pocket maximum, at mm-hmm. which time they really kick in and the pill drops down to under 10 bucks.
0: Right. Okay.
1: makes sense?
0: Is there a max for how much copay you're going to pay for a year? because I feel like there is, right? That's part of your out of pocket maximum. Oh boy.
1: <laughs> so the copay fits
0: under that category. So I just yeah, I'm I'm going to keep paying copay until we hit that $13,000,
1: thing. Correct. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. Now, all right. anybody out there that uh our fact checker, if I'm wrong, feel free to uh to educate us, and we'll correct ourselves next time. I did want to cover Twitter, how you've ruined Twitter for me once again, but if we don't have time, I can...
0: No, go ahead.
1: You... how damn it. Just when I think I know Twitter, Mm -hmm. and I understand Twitter, maybe I don't. Or maybe I just don't like what you have to tweet. Okay. You tweeted about the Supreme Court nominee, Judge Jackson. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe you put out a quote tweet, including a video of the hearing of, of whatever you call that, of the Supreme Court justice hearing, whatever that's called.
0: Confirmation hearing.
1: Confirmation hearing. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Am I correct so far? Yes. Yes. You did, in fact, quote a clip
0: of that. That clip, uh, probably m- multiple. I would, I would think multiple. It was it was no, big. It was big it was, on my radar. It was big on. It my was. Radar. I believe it was. I believe it was at least
1: two clips that I'm aware of. Okay. Those clips, the one clip in specific that I can think of that I took notes on was one of the one of the senators'
0: mm-hmm. question mark, grilling her about rape and okay. about fucking arkansan and tom cotton that is correct let's move to rape (laughs) yes that guy let's move to rape
1: and so he's talking about rape and he's talking about her conviction um rate for convicted uh, uh, what was it what was i yeah conviction rates talk about rape and conviction rates for rape you simply quoted that and then put on top lol
0: Lol. That's it. That's correct. That's
1: it. Mm-hmm. That's all you tweeted was lol.
0: Yes. What are you loling? Uh, what is Tom Cotton? What is- uh, I thought the line of questioning was ridiculous. I thought Tom Cotton was a clown. I thought uh, questioning somebody with the look up, uh, look up a uh, judge. Jackson, is that the last thing? No, so my, my brain went blank. Yes, it's Jackson. Blank. Look up her, her resume and tell me that a fucking dumbass, a little POS, like Tom Cotton, has any right to question her and talk to her like that. So instead of like ranting about how Tom Cotton is a POS, to me at, at this point, um, and Holly did the same thing, and some of the others fucking that yeah holly for sure um just the only thing you can really say at that point is just ll you you can only laugh at some of these questions like they're basically painting her as a pedophile (laughs) a a judge who is one step away from being on the highest court in our country and we have senators out there trying to paint her as a pedophile supporter one of the most ridiculous arguments uh, that I mean, that has no basis to it, no background. So they're questioning the sentencing. They have issues with the sentencing of, of cases that they know nothing about. They don't know anything about the cases because they're sealed. Uh, so all they're doing is playing to their ignorant base and they're saying, look at this. She only uh, put a 18 month sentence on this case. We know nothing about the case at all. It's a ridiculous line of questioning. Um, I feel like it's the, you know, I mean, you get into race and and sexuality and gender, um, you know, it's just political theater. And so at that point, the only thing I could do is just laugh. That's the reason for that short
1: reply. Son of a bitch. I just noticed I got a phone call at some point in time. Who knows if, anyways... Wow. I love that that's that's, that's your hot button. Well, you get gassed up when you talk about the politic type stuff. That was... It's very rare that we hear Will drop some bombs. You got profanity laced in that. I liked it. You got gassed up. What? Well, yeah, I
0: got gassed up. You know, they, they talk about how we are, like, split as a country. We are only split as a country because of how awful our politicians have become. And our politicians are the dryden force behind why we have become such a split nation. It didn't used to be like this. If you look at confirmation hearings from like, just like the eighties and nineties, the, the Supreme court justices were getting passed like 98 to nothing. And now it's, this one's basically going to come down. It's going to, it's going to be every Republican is going to say no. And every Democrat is going to say yes. So she's going to pass by one vote. It's going to be the closest vote in history. She deserves to pass. You look at her resume, it speaks for itself. It shouldn't be this close, but it's going to be because our politicians, the ones we elect our leaders, are no longer leading our country. So it's it's extremely frustrating. It, and, he're, the, and here's here's the thing: ninety percent of them are going to get reelected.
1: Sure, and new ones uh, out there are on their way of being elected.
0: Yeah, it's. And you know Herschel
1: Walker's. Oh God,
0: man, oh man! If you if you haven't seen the Herschel Walker clips from yesterday, oh my God! There's no, there's no way Herschel Walker and Dr. Oz. (laughs) I want to say there's no way. I I I don't think there is. Isn't he the front runner? I he has to beat uh our our Democrat guy who just got in there. Um, he's a reverend. I can't think of his name either. Uh, I think that's who he's going up against. So I'm hoping that Herschel Walker is not the favorite, but I really, I don't know the numbers in Georgia. I have no idea how close he is. I know obviously he has Trump support, but man, he has no he has no purpose of serving as a leader of our country, but it, it's very possible he could win if he gets enough money support.
1: What were the clips that just happened yesterday? I, I heard something uh, like on Wednesday on Howard Stern, Tuesday or Wednesday, Is the only thing I know about it. When he made some comments about uh, 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 a man coming
0: from apes, then why are there still apes? (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yesterday he was talking about um, how he wants, he called CRT critical race theory, uh, which is a big Republican hot topic uh, button right now. He called it, you know, he called it CTR instead of CRT. And he wants critical race. He's sick of critical race theory being taught in schools um, and then he just sounds—he just sounds unpolished. He sounds not like a politician when he's speaking. He—he's just not very. He doesn't seem smart. I think is what I'm trying to say. Um, there's, so very there's not, Trump-esque. There's there's not a lot of substance there, I believe, when it comes to Herschel Walker. Um, and then he said he said twenty. He made some quote that said twenty-three uh, in me is really messing up the country and. I had no idea. What, I don't think anybody knows what that means. I don't know what that means. He didn't explain it further. He, he was like 23 and me is really messing up our country. And I think that all that 23 and me lets us do is let, our, let us know what our background is or our our lineage tree, right? Yeah,
1: 23 and me is just the, is a the DNA. Yeah. You find out you theoretically the point of it is yes, to get your lineage. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I'm, you know, we I, we hail from my DNA, hails from this part of the world.
0: Yeah, he says his quote was, We should have learned a long time ago that 20 and 3 and me screwed us all up. <laughs> and the crowd <laughs> applauded. And it's like, What are you? I, I don't know what you're applauding. So if thing. you shared that clip, you would just respond with LOL again. LOL. Or maybe uh, the the uh, emoji shoulder stroke. Just uh, like I, I don't know, Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene yesterday said uh, that uh, Pete Buttigieg and his husband um, better not take their electric cars and go into little girls' bathrooms. Uh, I mean, what what does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, I, she's insinuating by that quote uh, that apparently the it's gay men. We 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 really need to look at uh, who are who are going to be pedophiles for little girls which makes i mean there's that makes zero sense so you know just some 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 good old-fashioned bigotry i think uh, right there for marty taylor green
1: well she's a classic she's
0: she's she's fun for the whole family she's um i
1: guess i guess real quickly because we're getting long here let's wrap this up uh i don't want you to get in trouble um The LOL is all I'm getting at. I think I know that you get exacerbated and you're without words. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that you can come up with at this point in time, as you said, is just LOL. It's Mm -hmm. just laughable. Um, I'm going to need you for future reference. If I'm going to keep getting, putting up with you and Twitter, trying to support this Twitter thing only because of you. Um, The LOL just threw me off and made me frustrated because I watched the clip and I'm like, and I don't have that same uh response when I watch that because I'm uninformed as fuck. Yeah. Like I wouldn't know any of this happened without your Twitter feed telling me LOL. Yeah. Well
0: and the funny so part I, watched, it, I would have figured you watched it in just the opening line. Let's move to rape. <laughs> like that that didn't make you LOL.
1: No, it made my jaw drop a little bit. Like I didn't think it was funny. I just thought it was like, what the what? I was just like, whoa, why? Huh? What? Well, that was weird. weird. Yeah. That seemed aggressive. That, Where's he going with this? Yeah, I didn't think life. it was funny, just because I don't know anything about nothing. Hmm. Hmm. And the way you described it, there was more ridiculous, uh, upset, uh, you know, I, I would think that your word of choice uh, could have been ridiculous uh, yeah, versus uh, LLA. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. I use ridiculous quite a bit when it comes to the Tom Cotton and Matt Gates and Holly Oops. those 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 croonies. I apologize to any Republicans Oops. who listen to our show. Um, obviously, they don't agree with that, but uh, sure, yeah, you know, you know it is. That's all goes. That's politics. That po- that's politics.
1: That's politics. Look, we're all gassed up. It's an hour and a half almost. Let's wrap this up. Unless you've got anything else
0: you'd like to throw into the mix. No, I think I'm good. I'm, I'm disappointed though. We're, we're getting ready to have like our fourth show in a row without the gate, but we have hit like the 83 minute mark. And like you said, you got a phone call. It's possible. None of this is being recorded.
1: Well, just as long as the phone was ringing, nothing was recorded. So hopefully whoever was talking at that time, hopefully it was you and it would be picked up because it was me talking. None of it's going to come through. I can give you a, a minor, minor sat gate update real fast. I went to the grocery store today. Um, I think this is hilarious. I'm, uh, There's just the one chick doing the checkout, so she's got double duties of checkout and sacking. Mm -hmm. Um, I only had nine items. (laughs) Paper or plastic, she asks. I say plastic. I say, uh, if you would, please put the six-pack of Coke in a plastic bag as well. Just as she swiped, like, two items, the Coke and something else, she pushes it towards the end by the bags. Uh, A young man, teenager, comes up. Uh, to start sacking. Um, he starts having a conversation with the checkout girl immediately. He had just come from his review. So he was upstairs with one of the supervisory people having mm-hmm. a, uh, a an employee review. Mm-hmm. He was expressing how happy he was with his review. He was nervous going up, but everything turned out very well, um, except for one thing, and he kind of left it at that. Um, obviously prompting the young lady to ask him, well, what was the one thing? What did they say you need to do better on? Um, As he goes to tell me or tell her what he needs to work better on, I noticed that the two items that were uh, originally sent down when he showed up were the only items that were put in a sack, and the other seven were still sitting there as he rambled. He says, she said I need to work on my talking. And he says, she says that I talk too much and don't get things done. And I immediately looked down and noticed that lady's got a point because he hasn't sacked a sack of fucking thing since he got here. <laughs> She's done. She hasn't rung anything up for a minute. I'm pretty sure I already swiped <laughs> my cards. And this fucking kid's still sitting there talking about his peer review, his performance review, and is actually talking about how he knows he needs to work on his talking as he sits there talking and I put my shit in sack.
0: Fucking Saturday continues. <laughs> Good to leave it at that. The end.
1: The end. One of these days we'll get back to playing Dead or Alive. Can't wait. Um, William, thanks for tuning in. I can't wait to hear. Uh, I'm going to watch the Oscars. Unlike you, I've got a recording. This is exciting.
0: Yeah, I've missed um, the first 30 minutes. I need to get on it.
1: Even though I don't know anything about it. Okay, Will, thanks. It was a pleasure. Happy birthday, Pearl. Uh, Everybody else, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take care. Peace. Bye. William, what just happened? What did we just see? What just happened? I can't even believe this.
0: (laughs) It's unreal. Doug, let me tell you, so we had a good Twitter, we, we have good Twitter conversations each week on the pod. This event this, this moment, this is what Twitter was made for. This was the whole intention of Twitter, to take moments like this, and the world comes together to talk about one insane moment that happens, and the world just tries to talk it through and figure it out together, like, what in the actual book? <laughs> like, I'm, I mean, ah, I was stunned. Oh my god, I was stunned.
1: Well, so what we're talking about is the uh, slap scene around the world. Uh, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars live on television uh, and told him to keep his wife's name out of his fucking mouth. i just
0: keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. He said it twice. And everybody just Stop. stood around him. Nobody did <laughs> a thing.
1: So you've heard. I so I was chatting with Amzie via Snapchat about this. I've had several people hit me up, obviously, about what just happened. And she said she knows how to use the Twitters. I still haven't got on the Twitters. I will when we're done. Uh, She said you could find the unedited uh, feed via some
0: Japanese channel or something. There's a there's a Japanese and an Australian. So Japanese and Australian did not yeah. edit it at all. It's just, it's all good. You can you can just go to my Twitter, Doug. I, I retweeted both versions. <laughs> perfect.
1: Perfect. I'll try to figure that out when we're done. Yeah. Absolutely insane. So I hadn't watched it yet. I'm in the kitchen making some bratwurst. Uh, shout out to your wife uh, for showing me your bratwurst you guys had for lunch today. Yes, sir. Uh, and... I get a text message from Will saying, "Holy shit, Will Smith! Uh, is this real? I don't know. Have you seen it? I don't remember what you said." But, um,
0: basically asking me if I
1: saw the slide. Yeah, I said, "I said, are you caught up?"
0: Because I know you were watching it from the beginning. So I was like, "Are you caught up to Will Smith?"
1: Yeah, and as soon as I read that from you, I get a Snapchat from my buddy Adam, and so I know that he – I know something's happened. I just they I had knew they had to go together. So I was like, no, I haven't yet. And then I was I was like, all right, what do I do? Is, is this serious? He'll say something if it's serious. And sure as shit, you came back. You like fast forwarded to Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. So I stopped, turned my stove off, left the food going, left my hot dog bun sitting out to get dry, came in here, fast forwarded it, and jaw hit the fucking floor. And then I rewound it. he was like, no. Mm-hmm. But then they, they muted it. Yeah. We saw his lips say, keep my, and he was angry. angry. He had on his face. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And I was like, oh, God, maybe this is real. So then I paused it, and then I fast, I slow-mo fast-forwarded it and tried to see if he actually connected. And I was like, yeah, I don't see the face between that face and his hand. Mm-hmm. It is real. What do you do? What is Chris? Can you put a, the position that put Chris Rock in? I'm unbelievable.
0: I, he handled it well, but he was stunned. He was like, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me on live TV. And yeah. he just, he didn't know where he, I mean, he, he regrouped. But I mean, what do you do, man? <laughs> I mean, and again, not one person intervened. That's uh, Of course, you, you're not going to intervene because... No, there's nobody in that room thinking Will Smith walking up to Chris Rock is going to end with Will Smith smacking Chris Rock across the face for a joke about Jada Pinkett's uh, hair. Uh, there's just, I, I, there's no way anybody had that thought. But when he smacked him, he, Chris, Will Smith just walked back to his seat and sat down. Yeah.
1: Calm, cool, collected. His pace up was the same way as his pace back. He handled his shit, sat back down, and let him fucking have it. it yeah, the crowd was shocked. Nobody knew what's this real? What did you have Holy no! What
0: is this? And the token? Tel- what happened? And the telecast just kept going, man. <laughs> Chris Rock did the, <laughs> the award. Questlove win. Questlove gave uh, Will Smith the daff a little bit of love. He went up and accepted. And everybody just kept going. And P Diddy was the next presenter, and he said, "Will Smith and Chris Rock, we're gonna we're gonna settle this uh, in in private. We're gonna make sure this this goes well." Uh, apparently, during the commercial break, uh, Denzel and uh, Tyler Perry pulled Will Smith to the side, had a, a conversation with him, uh, and then oh, that- Will Smith. The elder statesman. Huh? Yeah, the elder statesman, the the wise men. And then but the, the amazing thing to me is that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith were not asked to They were not escorted out. They were not asked to leave. They sat there in their front row seats. They're, they're still there. <laughs> they're, just, they're just sitting yeah. there acting like Will Smith didn't just smack Chris Rock on national TV <laughs> in front of <laughs> millions of people watching at home. What has happened to our world, people?
1: Yeah. So this is because, and we should mention that we're recording this and the Oscars are still going. Mm-hmm. I personally haven't made it past uh, the the uh, Chris, the Chris Sean Pitted Combs segment of introducing the, uh, uh, you can fill in the blanks here for me. You, you want me to spoil it? no I'm just saying that's as far as I've got I don't know what else has happened in the telecast I've stopped that's what I mean do you want me to spoil
0: something for you
1: oh no not at all unless it needs to be is there something to spoil
0: is is there still stuff I think it needs to be spoiled in order for us to have this conversation and release it to the wild yeah spoil it what else has happened now what have I missed best actor winner was Will Smith (laughs) Oh, shut up!
1: Oh, shit, I haven't seen that yet. That's fucking fantastic. And He was going to win. Did he address it?
0: Yes. In a very weird... He said that his beginning statement was uh, Richard Williams was a protective man. <laughs> That's how he started it. And so he went off about the 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 role of basically the father is a protector. You protect your family, and he wins on. I, he meandered, man. They they let him talk for a while. They they were not cutting him off, probably because they were going to get smacked. Uh, yeah, they talked for he talked for way too long. Uh, but he he got applauded. People stood up for him. Uh, it, it was everything is normal. But he was he was crying through the entire thing. He apologized to the academy. He apologized to everybody in the room. He did not apologize to Chris Rock. He's still pretty upset about the joke. He said, I, I I know as an actor, we are here. We're supposed to just take jokes. We're supposed to just take comments. But he, he went into this whole thing about Richard Williams and what his job as protector of his family was. So he was basically defending himself, but he did apologize to the Academy. And he said he understood that he may not ever return to this room ever again. Meanwhile, apologized to Chris Rock, huh? He he did not mention Chris Rock. He did not mention Chris Rock. He he didn't specifically mention the moment, but the whole speech was around him being a protector, and that was the role he played. And he went into, so he was able to. I mean, off the cuff, I, I guess it was a pretty good speech because I don't think that was going to be a speech. Obviously, at the beginning of the show, um, but uh, you know, he. But I, you know, I, I wondered because they kept panning over to Venus and Serena listening to a speech, and if you're Venus and Serena, and Will Smith is defending his action by talking about <laughs> their father, like I just that just seems like an even more awkward moment, like. I mean, surely when Venus and Serena have to be interviewed about this, I don't know if they're going to welcome the idea that Will Smith had the right to smack Chris Rock across the face because their father was a protector of the family. I just, I don't know how that's going to go over. Uh, It's it's fucking wild, man. It's just crazy. Yeah. So how many people
1: are going to, how many people are going to speak out against Will Smith? How many people are going to say what he did was wrong? What he did was fucking wrong. Chris uh, Rock is a fucking comedian. And yeah. I don't think what he said was that wrong, even with the fact that a lot of people probably don't know that it's a sensitive subject with her hair.
0: Right. I, I think the vast majority of people are going to be like, yeah, that was fucking lunatic behavior. I, I think that's what the majority... I mean, there's going to be a good segment who obviously will say, yes... Will Smith did the right thing, you protect your family, right? So they're gonna say, yes. Do not mention my don't put your my fucking wife's name in your mouth. Uh, I mean, there's gonna be a set, but I don't I, I think the vast majority of I, the vast majority of us aren't violent people. So we do not go and smack people in the face. Uh, based off of jokes or some insults uh, so I, I think this is not I, I think ultimately this isn't going to be good for Will Smith and I'm still curious if he's going to get arrested or not because it seems like uh, the police have ample evidence uh, to arrest him for assault well I think if
1: anything Will Smith has the right to start slapping motherfuckers <laughs> I think what Will Smith is is that don't let People talk bad about your family. You, if you don't like what they said, go slap a motherfucker.
0: Yeah. I mean, again, there's, 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 there's going to be a segment out there who are in complete agreement with Will Smith. So I, I, I get it, but I, I, I think he's, I think he's going to get, it's going to be a rough week for Will Smith. And, and maybe Jada is going to thank him and love him. Uh, for the man he is for this, and that's all that's going to matter to Will Smith. I just, I can't imagine how this ends up as a project for Will.
1: So here's my, here's my prediction. I disagree with you from the sense of I don't think it's going to be that damning to Will Smith. Um, I don't think that there's going to be a positive. No. I don't think they're going to turn this into a positive, but I think that at some point in time, Will Smith will apologize. Will Smith will defend his actions with his apology. So it'll be a twofold apology slash this is why it happened. This is why I was triggered and I did what I did. And I'm sorry I did it on the stage I did it on, but I'm not sorry I you know the kind of like I'm sorry I did it on live TV, but in front of everybody. But if I wish this would have happened in the streets where I could have done it in front of two people, maybe not got seen by anybody. Um, I'm sorry I did it on stage in front of millions of people at the academy, disrespected a a ceremony like this meant for blah, 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 blah. Chris Chris Rock's response is going to be pretty impressive to see. I'm curious as to how he's going to handle it. Um, But I think the apologies will come. And people – Will Smith is an all-around good guy, right? America loves Will Smith. He's wholesome. In the his got he's a clean rapper. <coughs> and an he, doesn't, he doesn't
0: he doesn't have to cuss on his records.
1: Yes, he's a he, he doesn't curse on his records. He he's not fucking as as the stereotypical person would say, oh, "I'm hoes and drugs," and you know he's not that guy. So. I don't think it's going to be difficult for him. I don't think it's going to be a backlash. I think he gets forgiven right away.
0: Well, hold on, you're talking about the you're talking about the old Will Smith. Will Smith has been through the ringer like the last two years, man. His his relationship with Jada. Uh, do you, I mean, you recall that? You, have you seen the memes and the gifts of Will Smith standing there like stoically while Jada explains why she had an extramarital affair on him uh, in in that interviewed have you seen that stuff i don't know that i have i don't know so how is that negative that him and,
1: and jada have
0: a well, rocky relationship no, no no what i'm saying is in, in my mind and i think i even kind of hit on it when i said i believe will smith's gonna win the oscar tonight when we originally had the convo will smith is turned kind of a nut He's like, mentally, he's just not the Will Smith we grew up with anymore. He just doesn't seem to be, um, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? He, I can't think of the phrase. My, my mind's blank uh, on the phrase I'm trying to think of. Mentally stable? Well, we're going to go with that. There, there's another phrase I'm looking at. But he, he doesn't appear to be mentally stable anymore. And tonight was kind of a culmination and kind of the peak evidence that he's not. Um I so I don't know, man. He 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 just doesn't he's not the same Will Smith that we grew up with. The, the guy who doesn't have to curse on his records, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh there's gonna be plenty of jokes about uh the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air uh theme song, I imagine. Uh because he got in a fight in Philly and that's why he had to go move with his Zigatina King Bel Air. There's gonna be plenty yeah. of jokes about that. Um I I don't know. We'll we'll see how it how it how it how it rolls. I'll, I'll be interested to in see if Chris Rock ever mentions this. Uh, if he does a media blitz regarding this, or if he just goes on. I, I don't know how you handle that. If you Chris Rock, I really don't. Oh, he's a comedian. He has to, he has to
1: address it. He has to, as a comedian, as a, a man that, that was, he's New York. He's from New York. He's from the what Bronx, Brooklyn, whatever uh he has to address it he will address it he has to and it was chris be- rock and
0: will smith go on tv together to address it together A yeah joint on, address. on the
1: fucking view <laughs> on gma3 <laughs> oh fuck that's fantastic i can't believe this shit happened wow insane
0: insane it was it was nuts it was it was crazy
1: I'm a little disappointed he didn't address it in his speech more than, yes, I agree with you, and I haven't seen it yet, so I look forward to seeing it. Um, I agree with you that uh, his speech was based, it was off the cuff, right? He thought about it either right at the moment or he was like, fuck, I got to re What if I actually win this as he's sitting there? um, uh, I, I just wish, golly, I don't know. I don't know. Was he right for not addressing it, outright apologizing?
0: No, no. So, yeah, so uh, just he addresses it. He just doesn't name Chris Rock. I, again, his entire speech is based off of the fact that he is a protector. That I mean, the whole thing is addressing the reason yeah. why he went up and smacked Chris Rock in the face. He just doesn't apologize to Chris Rock. He apologizes okay. to right. the people in the room, and he apologizes to the academy. I got it. I got it. All right. All right. Well, that's man. But I'll that's let you true. I'll let you see the speech, because, again, it it was probably it, was, it had to be close to a 10 minute speech. And I was pretty shocked right. by that because they play off people pretty quickly. But I'll get to see what your take is on his acceptance speech.
1: Yeah, you know, they uh, they were like, F- let, you let the fucking cameras roll. Are you kidding yeah. me? We're not, it's not because we're in fear for crazy fucking will. It's like, we've got gold in front of us. Nobody's going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Fuck a sponsor commercial break. Keep the cameras rolling. Don't play them off. And let's see what this guy's got to say. He just fucking will be the most talked about Oscar moment in the history of the Oscars. Yeah. The Academy Awards. This is. Yeah, this is going to be – I can't wait to hear what Howard Stern's got to say tomorrow. I mean, I can't – I'm already – yeah, this. I'm gassed the fuck up right
0: now. Yeah, there you go. Good job. I'm
1: I'm glad you brought this to my attention because otherwise I would have seen it in – well, let's just say I'm glad three people brought it to my attention. Um, Had they not, it would have been – with as as easily as I got two new games on my phone, I haven't played games on my phone in a month. Yeah. Sunday, I put games on my phone like some kind of fucking idiot. A person that already spends enough time on his phone, now I put two games that I'm enjoying on my phone. It's crazy. It would have been two o'clock in the morning before I got around to
0: this Oscars moment. Yeah, if only um, you had Twitter. If only you had Twitter to look at. I Let me. Uh, I should. I need to hit on this just one more time. It's crazy to me that he got applauded and some people stood up for him when he won it's like nuts like like these are all actors (laughs) so i guess they're just used to going with it like just go with it just go with it but (laughs) an hour before he won he walked up on the stage and smacked chris rock in the face (laughs) It just blows my mind that an hour later, you know, standing up, applauding for this, light, it just, it blows my mind that everything just went on as normal. <laughs> it just blows my mind. crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Oh. He assaulted Chris Rock, Doug. He assaulted Chris Rock based off a poor joke. By the way, G.I. Jane came out in like 1992, I believe. Uh, really outdated reference there by Chris Rock because uh, Jada Pinkett Smith has has had the alopecia, uh, I think is what it's called. Um,
1: alopecia. So I didn't realize, and here's, again, not knowing what's happening. I saw the Chris Rock out uh, the the G.I. Jane 2 joke. Hey, uh-huh. I didn't know she had the alopecias.
0: Uh-huh. Uh when
1: it was brought to my attention that by uh, MZ that she thinks she had, the, or no, maybe it, was, it wasn't MZ, it was Adam. I I, it doesn't matter. I was like, oh, that, you know, I think maybe I did know that. But at the time, I didn't realize it. And as soon as he said that and I looked at it, I was like, oh, shit, is she doing a G.I. Jane, too? Like, I really thought there was a fucking movie coming out. But then I saw her roll her eyes.
0: Yeah, she was not happy immediately. And
1: when I saw her roll her eyes, I was like, "Oh, that's a joke about her being bald." Ha ha ha! ha. That's funny to me. And M- then, you know
0: the, the, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go. You no,
1: know, that's it. And then, and then I saw it unfold. Like, oh shit! Like they're not taking this as funny. I was like, that's just a, that's a comedy joke. That's I thought that was funny.
0: I thought the GI Jane reference was to the fact that <laughs> Jada. <laughs> had bulked up i was like yeah jada's been working out looking strong (laughs) and then it took me i mean i had to watch it i think it was like on the sixth time i watched the smack and i was like oh wait she has like a a demi moore haircut for gi jane and then i was like and so then it took some more twitter searching and then everybody's like she has albita that's what he was referencing and i was like okay so i i didn't get the joke at first will smith was smiling at the joke um, but I'm pretty sure he felt uh, the glare by Jada Pinkett Smith, and he uh, he was oh, flipped. He responded. Just flipped He saw yeah. that look, and the switch just flipped. Yeah, yeah the switch just flipped. He felt oh, it. I got a, okay. I got a yeah. Richard Williams that ass. I, I yeah, got a Richard Williams. Yeah, got protect. I got a Richard Williams. He went into character. Nuts. Nuts. We just spent 21 well, minutes on that. I mean, I could probably talk for another hour just based off of that one moment and what's going to happen and what the reactions are going to be. It's just insane. Insanity.
1: Yeah. Like, you're all gassed you, up how, too.
0: Yeah. I'm all gassed up. How do you continue sitting next to Will Smith? And like, do you, do you talk to Will Smith in, in, during commercials? Like, do you not feel like uncomfortable? Like the tension has just have to be just so uncomfortable to sit in his area after that moment, like I don't know how everybody. I, I just it blows my mind. I've said this several times. I just want to say it blows my mind that everybody just went back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't.
1: They, I don't know why. In my mind, it doesn't blow my mind because I expect that from my home. Like I would expect them to just carry on and keep going like nothing happened, um, and then talk, blow up, and talk about it after the fact. Uh,
0: But the show must go on. It's Hollywood. Yeah, the show must go on. They're they're, they're taught and trained that way. Yes. That's how how they're trained.
1: You recover. You Uh live television, the show must go on. You recover, adapt, and overcome, Uh and regroup, and make it fucking happen. And you deal on commercial breaks and after the show's over. But when the camera's rolling and it's live, it's fucking business time. So it doesn't shock me as as much as it does you, but the buzz that have to have been the quiet, I agree with you, the quiet, uncomfortable, the fact that the crowd was laughing uh, at that, like it always, in uncomfortable comedy, like when, uh, when Dave Chappelle's telling some of his jokes, but he's not in that funny part of his set, he's in that story time, that serious, Mm -hmm. uh trying to to open america's eyes part of his comedy and he makes a slight hint of humor in in his explanation but he's not trying to be funny Mm -hmm. like that's not part of the humor cloud laughs at it like he's telling a fucking joke and 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 i i'm like what are these idiots laughing for like clearly he's not trying to be funny he's being serious And at some point in time, it's going to turn into humor, but this is just because you're at a comedy show doesn't mean he's on right now. Mm -hmm. And so when the, when they laugh at his response, that uncomfortable, like, oh shit, what just happened? Oh, he's making a joke. We laugh. That uncomfortable tension that was in the air right then uh, with him looking at the camera side eyed looking not straight at it, but at it. Like, fuck, what do I do? I got to regroup. What do I say? What the fuck just happened right now? The camera's rolling. I got to go. It's incredible. I think when the cameras are off in between, uh, I think if I'm sitting by him, I'm glued. I'm glued. I'm looking. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out what's going on in his world. What's his next move? Who's he looking at? Who's looking at him? It's incredible. I again, I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, what everybody's saying. So there's a
0: place called Twitter. I can look at. That's what you say? Yeah, I'm looking through Twitter uh, right now with the with the uh, the trend. This this one person tweeted. I have nothing to add. Everyone's got this. That cracks me up. Oh, the because, comments are the best. Yeah, the comments are the best. Like, because Twitter's—I mean, everybody has an opinion on this—and this dude's like, I-, "I have nothing to add." <laughs> you guys got it. I'm just gonna—I'm just gonna keep on scrolling. I've—I've uh, I've posted my opinion like six times, <laughs> but I—he's—he's got it—he's got it put correctly. Per- 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 this <laughs> is when I post my favorite
1: meme of what is it? Michael Jackson eating popcorn.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, we just we, – I mean, uh, I, I, guess, I, just, I think we're done. That's 26 minutes. We're done. We're done. We're going to move on. And,
1: I like it. So, well, uh I'm glad we did this little part. That was fun. That was mm-hmm. incredible. And uh, what a fantastic night of uh, award show television.
0: Yeah, the Oscars. Love the Oscars. Love them. God bless Will Smith. Yep. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. No. No.
1: So what he did – So what he did was wrong? Is what you are saying?
0: I think it was that bad! What are you talking about? Yes, it was bad. You can't assault... You cannot walk up on stage to Chris Rock, a comedian... He's just given, like you said, he's just given permission to every single person going to a comedian set for the rest of their life just to walk up on stage at a joke and smack him in the face. (laughs) This shows
1: you that in my brain, I don't see it. I just don't see anything happening to Will Smith. And uh, I can see that you think there is. I see the difference between our brains
0: are working right now. It is is not normal behavior. Cool. When, when is the last time you smacked someone across the face?
1: Ninety-two. I remember it well.
0: You haven't smacked anybody. It's the 30-year anniversary, Douglas, of the last time you smacked someone across the face. And tonight, Will Smith did it on national television.
1: Uh, 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 yeah. It's not right. I know it's not right, but it's not
0: (laughs) it's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal normal human behavior.
1: All right. Thanks for thanks for joining. All right, take care. Thanks for making this happen. I did. You did this well. This is all you, buddy. It was great. Good conversation. Way to be gassed up and ready to
0: go. Gassed up, baby. Later. Later. We're Doug and Will and we are off the the rail, off the rail. rail